Welcome to the Yoginia's podcast, 10 to 15 minute bite-sized nuggets to help you generate at least £2,000 sterling per month, every month, as a yoga teacher. I'm Shona, and despite being in my late 60s, seven years ago, I set up and grew a thriving yoga business, which has allowed me to quit my previous role and become a professional yoga teacher, to consistently fill my classes, courses, and retreat days, even during the pandemic and the immediate aftermath. I've generated a regular and consistent income of between two and four thousand pounds sterling months. I've built a wonderful community of regular students who are an absolute pleasure to teach, and it's given me the confidence to look at how I scale up if I wish. And more importantly, I've been able to do this starting from scratch, with no existing contacts, little financial investment, no being glued to social media every day, and no burnout. I'm able to maintain balance in my life, teaching no more than nine or ten classes a week, with at least seven weeks leave a year. I've found myself increasingly frustrated at the lack of business support that the majority of yoga teacher training gives us as a student yoga teacher, and at the misleading hype from some in the yoga world about the six-figure sums that we can make if we go online and start promoting high-ticket offerings. So I want to wade in with my perspective, which may not be as sexy as the six-figure promises, but which gives any yoga teacher serious about actually building a sustainable business, a practical, easy-to-follow foundation course to set you on the path to filling your classes, making a regular income of at least two to three thousand pounds sterling per month on a part-time basis, building your confidence and increasing your visibility as a yoga teacher, and understanding when and if you are ready to scale to bigger things, and the fastest and most profitable way to go about that if you are. I help yoga teachers master the foundations of their craft and their business, and make yoga teaching their career and their livelihood, not an expensive hobby. So subscribe to this podcast to learn what I'm doing and what I've done to build my yoga business to the relaxed and balanced business model it is today. In this podcast, I'd like to talk about why now is a really good time to work on your yoga business and why reflecting on what you really want is the best first step. It's almost the end of another year. The festive season is almost upon us and if the last year hasn't been as successful as you hoped for your yoga teaching and you've ended up feeling a bit deflated, it can feel easier to just tell yourself You'll deal with your business once Christmas is out of the way and you have the psychic ram and the energy and the will, perhaps, to try and focus on your yoga teacher career. Maybe you find yourself in what I call the hope method of thinking, where you hope that next year will be better, or you take the wait and see approach in the hope that students will come flocking back and things will be easier and you'll feel happier and more confident as a teacher. But anyone who's followed me for a while will know I'm not a big fan of the hope method. And I'll talk about this a little bit more in a moment. But right now, I'd like to suggest to you that this is exactly the right time of year 
to start the active process of planning for the new year because, number one, while Christmas can be a busy period, you hopefully have some downtime where you can come off the treadmill, just give yourself the time and the space to think about you and your current journey and what you actually really want. I can't overemphasize how important this step is because it's all too easy to get on a conveyor belt leading in one direction only to find it's taking you somewhere you don't really want to be. Stephen Covey, in his seminal book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, described this as climbing a ladder only to find that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Wouldn't you like to be clear what ladder you want to be against, which wall? Well, this is your chance. Secondly, you have an opportunity right now to capitalise on the new year. Always a good time for anyone in the fitness industry. And if you diligently paid attention to step one and the reflection, then you'll be clear about what you want, where you want to go. And so you'll have a much clearer idea of what needs to happen to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be. And finally, you have time to make a plan and start taking some small positive steps towards your yoga teacher goal. Isn't it a nice feeling when you know just what you need to do, when you have a clear path laid out in your mind, or your notebook in my case, and you can sit down at your desk and just get straight on it. Instead of feeling like you're not sure of what you should be working on, and you're doing what I call a bit of this and a bit of that tactic, you become productive. This strategy gets you productive. So you get results, which drives better focus, more confidence, more momentum, and even better results. Sound good? Well, if it does, then step one is reflection. So let's take a look at how you can make this reflection as productive as possible. At the time of writing or recording this podcast, it is November 2021. And we've experienced two of the most unexpected and challenging years in most of our living memories facing the COVID pandemic. Life's been tough for so many and yoga teachers and studios have been hit hard with some teachers struggling to attract and keep enough students online and still struggling months later despite the lifting of restrictions. Let me ask you, as you look back on the last year, what has been your experience and how has it made you feel? And as you look forward to next year, what thoughts and emotions does that stir up for you? I find there are a few ways of approaching the end of one year and the start of a new. You can make New Year's resolutions. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions. Let's face it. The statistics show that most of us have fallen off the wagon well before the end of January. And if you've made them in the glow and optimistic thinking of too much alcohol over the festive period, the chances are even slimmer that they'll turn into reality for you. You use the cross your fingers and hope method. Talked about this earlier on. You know, I can't tell you how many times I hear people say things like, hopefully, 
things will be better, easier, happier, or whatever other adjective you want to add there next year. Truthfully, hope is passive. It somehow expects miraculously that the external world will serve up something different and better for you, whilst you don't actually do anything to make that more likely. Or another tactic I see people take is you take stock, you sit quietly with yourself and you mindfully examine how you might take the reins a little to change things for better. And you guessed it. This is my most favourite tactic. At the end of every year, I am a huge fan of reflection and deeper self-enquiry with a view to seeing more clearly what I want to keep, what I want to let go of and what I need to work on. I suspect as a yoga teacher, you are too. As yogis, we understand the power of the potential power of developing resolve to help us change our lives in a positive way. If you've practiced yoga nidra, you'll know it's a process that encourages us to create a sankalpa, a commitment or resolve that we make to ourselves whilst our mind is fully open and relaxed and we allow our deepest heart-led and intuitive part of ourselves to speak up. The normal humdrum pace of life for so many of us these days leaves us little time for listening to that wee small voice. As one yoga teacher so succinctly put it, life today gives us lots to think about, but little time to think. So, as a year draws to a close, I find it a perfect time to consciously, deliberately, mindfully find a space to reflect back on the year just about done and consider how I might want to move forward into the new year. So here's my key tips for reflections, which I believe will not only help you business-wise, but also towards a more balanced, happier life. First, provide a structure for your thinking and your reflections. I trained as a coach, and I suspect many of you listening to this will have an interest in psychology, coaching, and supporting others, so you'll know exactly what I mean. Reflection is an active process. It's not like meditation, where we sit quietly and just let thoughts come and pass, hopefully reaching a stillness that just allows our thought processes to quieten altogether. Instead, reflection encourages us to think to have thoughts, but in a structured way about a specific issue that matters to us deeply. One of the most powerful tools to help to provide this structure is focused upon questions, which enable the mind to ponder, to mull over, to grapple with, and to articulate desires, emotions, and issues that may have been pushed down for months in the busyness of daily life. Try to reflect on your life as a whole, not just one aspect. You know, yogis are all about balance, aren't we? Don't we talk about homeostasis a lot? And yet how often are we walking the talk in our own lives? Whilst these podcasts are all about building a successful business as a yoga teacher, we shouldn't forget 
that the business is just part of our lives, not all of it. If our business doesn't support balance in our lives, if it sucks up too much time or depletes instead of energizes us, then it's worth reflecting on the question, how long can we keep that up before our bodies send us warning signals? You know, I know all about focusing too much on business. In my first business, my life had to fit around my business and I swore blind that that wouldn't happen when I began teaching yoga. So when you're reflecting on where you'd like to be business-wise, take time to consider not just what you picture as your goal for your business, but how reaching or striving to reach that goal might impact on other important aspects of your life, such as your family, friends, time, energy, health, and so on. And finally, ask yourself the right questions. You know, the key to great reflection is structure, and providing that structure is asking the brain the right questions. So it provokes not just deeper thought about something, but greater creativity. So great questions to ask yourself are, on a scale of 0 to 10, how do I feel about my yoga business right now? What's worked well for me in the past 12 months? What progress have I made? What have I struggled with? What would my ideal yoga business look like 12 months from now? And be as specific as you can here. How many hours do you want to actually teach? How many hours will be required for admin, prep, etc.? What do you want to be earning? How much holiday do you want to be taking? What skill gaps do you feel that you have? Do you need support, help? And if so, where can you get that support? And finally, ask yourself, what do I think needs to happen in order for me to increase my score to question one by at least one point? Recommend writing those questions down in a journal or a notepad. Give your immediate answers and then just leave it for a week or so and allow the questions to plant in your subconscious so it, they, it scurries away to think and mull this over. I guarantee that you will have moments when something surfaces that helps to answer those questions for you. This simple process helps to give you greater clarity, about what you really want and the beginnings of a plan to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be. And if you would love additional support and structure to help you build a thriving yoga business where you can generate £2,000 sterling or a lot more every month, teaching no more than eight to ten classes a week with no icky sales, no burnout, no overwhelm, then email Shona at yoginias.co.uk with I'm interested. No hard sell, I promise. Just an opportunity to see if the program could help you with your yoga teaching goals and if I might be the right fit for you as a mentor. Good luck with your reflections.
Want to learn more about how I can help you build a thriving yoga business of £30,000 sterling a year or more, teaching just 9 or 10 classes a week? Head over to yoginias.co.uk forward slash podcast, where you'll find more bite-sized nuggets and a free 13-point checklist for launching and filling your first yoga classes. If you found yourself stuck, overwhelmed, or invested in high-priced training which just hasn't helped move you forward, I promise you, my goal is to help you identify what you need to focus on to help you generate hard cash in the bank within just 90 days or less. Because once your business is generating some hard cash to pay the bills and keep a roof over your head, then you're ready to reinvest some of that money in scaling your business up, should you choose. So go to yoginias.co.uk forward slash podcast and get that free checklist today. Speak to you on the next episode.